The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Gary Basinger is an American author with a deep connection to North Yorkshire, where he spent his teenage years. He recently released historical fiction novel, which vividly captures the Great War era in Yorkshire. And Gary is with us here. How are you today? I'm doing great, Toby. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. So, are you able to tell us a bit more about your own personal connection to Yorkshire and what kind of inspired you to set your novel there? Uh, absolutely. I, I lived there as a teenager for a couple of years in the town of Harrogate. Have you ever been there? I've never been to Harrogate. No, I don't think so. It's it's about 20 miles from Leeds. Uh, yeah, I moved over there when I was 15 and uh, went to a British school. And I had to wear a school uniform and do all that stuff. Um, yeah. So it was... Uh, it was a bit of a culture shock, but and it took me a while to adjust. But um, in the end, I, I really enjoyed my time there. It was, it, it's, a, I mean, Yorkshire is a wonderful place, and and the people there are just delight. When, once they get to know you, you know, um, I think they, your first impression is they can be a little gruff, um, but once they get to know you and they like you, you got a friend for life. The book was partly inspired by the nineteen sixty nine film Oh What a Lovely War. So was there a scene in that film that kind of sparked your curiosity? and led you to write the book. Yeah, it's a it's a strange film. It's a musical about World War One, <laughs> um, which is odd. But uh, it, I guess it had been a very popular stage play in Britain in the fifties, and 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 in the movie they use the songs they sing, the soldiers sing, are like popular songs from that era. But the soldiers put their own lyrics to them, which tended to be ironic or bawdy or dark. But um, anyway, there's a scene in the movie where they show the Christmas truce of 1914, which you may be familiar with. The oh, British yes. and German troops came out of their trenches and they met in the middle in no man's land and exchanged uh, booze and cigarettes and sweets whatever they had just and they took the day off from killing because it was christmas day and in the scene and there's only like about a five minute scene in the movie one of the german soldiers says uh I, before the war i was living in suffolk and i left behind a motorcycle and a girl i, I liked how he said motorcycle first but <laughs> the, the, Brit- the british soldiers said wait you had a girl in suffolk he said yeah and he shows him pictures a picture of the girl and they're impressed that he had a, a girl and so i'm watching this and I'm thinking, wait a minute, this German soldier six months ago was living in Britain with the, with these with these British people, and now here he is out in northern France, and he's trying to kill these same people. I think that's interesting. And who is this guy? Who was the girl? How did they meet? What was the courtship like? Did he survive the war? Did they ever get together? But we, it was just a five minute scene, and it was over. And I thought, well, I had all these questions, so um, I thought I'm going to write a book. I'm, I'm going to answer those questions. And uh, I don't really, I'm not really familiar with Suffolk, but I lived in. Yorkshire. I said, well, let's set it in Yorkshire because I kind of know the place. Yes. Um, so that's where I said, okay, let's make it in Yorkshire and off I went. You say you kind of know the place. So were there any specific memories or experiences from Yorkshire that kind of influenced your portrayal of both Harrogate and the counties of Yorkshire? 
just uh, I think the thing that stuck with me was what a beautiful place it is. Um, I was just there uh, back in May. I was visiting some old friends for the first time in decades. And I just I'd forgotten, like, what a beautiful town it is and what Yorkshire, you know. I mean, it, you know, it, it rains a lot in Britain. You may have noticed that. <laughs> yes. Um, but in a place like Yorkshire, when the sun comes out and it's a nice day and it got all these multiple shades of green, you don't want to be anywhere else. That's that's yeah. the place. So I just kind of wanted to capture what a beautiful place it was and then try and capture a little bit of the kind of the spirit of the people because you know they're they're they are unique in yorkshire but um, um so i wanted to kind of capture a little bit of that the, those are the, i don't know if it was specifics but just kind of the generalities of what you know what it's like in yorkshire and then i mentioned in the book i also mentioned the great yorkshire show because that's that's a big deal the big the big fair they have every year agricultural oh, yes. show yeah so just some things and then there was bits and pieces i remember from you know the town and the little towns nearby um yeah that, that's kind of what i was going for just kind of yeah. get a general feeling of what it's like to live in yorkshire and you mentioned you were back there in may so how did it feel yeah. to return after all this time i mean was it your first time back since you were a teenager no um i came back uh about 10 years after i left and then, then this would be a super long story so i won't go into <laughs> it um but i came back in the summer of 1990 uh and I, cause my parents had moved back there and i spent about six weeks there and just hanging out um it was great to see mom and dad i could stay at their place for free and uh watching the world cup on television every night it was it was it was a good time but um i i, I looked up an old friend i hadn't seen in in 10 years and it was great to see her and then when i came back just a few months ago i i, I reached out to my friend and said hey i'm coming Coming back over and she said well why don't you come stay with me and my husband so um i hadn't seen her in three decades and so it was a little weird but it was great <laughs> to see her uh it was you know and we we'd connected on facebook about five years ago so just just going in and seeing her it was like we'd just seen each other a couple of weeks before we just kind of hit it off right away and it was just it was wonderful to see her to meet her husband and i spent three days i looked up a couple other old friends i hadn't seen and we went down to the pub and drank some beers and told some lies about the old days <laughs> just it was just great to be back you know and, and and then we were my wife and i were in britain for two weeks and i think it rained twice which is wow. unbelievable yeah exactly yeah. so um it was just a great trip all around we and we spent most of the time our uh, most of our time up in scotland which oh, probably nice. where you're from right yes and i think it's just started raining now and it won't stop till like next bay right yes yeah so anyway, we had a great trip it was just a wonderful time in britain everybody was wonderful that we met you know saw some really cool things and i ate some haggis when i was up in scotland so that oh, was nice cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. When you were in Scotland and other places in Britain that weren't Yorkshire, did that inspire you as well, give you a kind of general feel of the place? Well, the thing that I noticed um, was when we were in traveling around, because we, we drove, we rented a car for a bit, and it seems like every little town or village we went to, there was a memorial to World War One. I. I mean, even though how small it was. Yeah. Um, and I remember we we stopped in the village of Ullapool to take the ferry over to the Isle of Lewis, and we looked at this memorial, and I'm counting the names, and there were about 50 names on this memorial, and this is a village of like 1,500 people. That's like 3% of the population. That's a staggering number. And, and every little village we went to had a memorial to World War I. There's, there's one in Harrogate, too, a, a nice big one. But um, it, it just really drove home. Like, this war was a huge deal, especially for people in Britain. The number of lives that were lost, it just really drove it. And that, and that trip really kind of drove it home. Like, this is a huge deal here. This is a big deal. You know, America came into the war late, so it wasn't as big a deal. But this is, you know, like maybe the, the the big event of the 20th century uh, for for Great Britain, but uh, just it's a, it was amazing. It just it just you know blew my mind. Absolutely, and writing a book about this, as you mentioned, we have a memorial and 
every town, every village, it's kind of a constant reminder of the past, I suppose, and we sort of maybe need that. Do you need it? I I, I don't know. Um, when when I wrote the story, I wasn't thinking on those terms. I thought I've just got an idea for a story. I'm going to put it out there. Um, but I, like I said, when when I was in Britain and I'm seeing like this is a big deal. Like wow, okay, <laughs> I hadn't yes. really thought of that. I, like to me, it was just a story, and I was interested in you know World War One and World War Two, and I'm thinking wow, this is this is um, yeah, this this might have an appeal uh, more so in Britain than in here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, what are you working on at the moment? Do you have any plans for future books? Yeah, I have another book. It's coming out uh, September 20th. And the book, this book that I just put out, the one we're talking about, A Kind of Homecoming, it's a, it's a bit of a prequel to this other book, which focuses more into um, World War II and uh, and before, during, and after World War II. It's, a, I guess, a, a family saga. It's a multi-generational saga. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, the books are, there's, there is some overlap in some of the characters, but they're, but they're standalones. And in the meantime, where are we able to find this book, A Kind of Homecoming? Well, you can get it on Amazon, uh, or you can go to my website. That's GaryBasingYourAuthor.com, and that's B-A. A-Y-S-A-N-G-E-R. Um, but yeah, it's on Amazon right now. I, I will probably go wide with it uh, at some point and put it on others. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm self-publishing, so I'm kind of figuring out the whole how to publish a book kind of a thing. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you here. Nice talking to you, Toby. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.